Hey man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Movies is coming to Red Bank, New Jersey. That's right, our fake fast foodery is coming to you IRL on the East Coast. It's only going to be for a week. It's only a pop-up. We're not opening a real restaurant, for heaven's sakes. And we announce on Tuesday where it's going to be. Wednesday, tickets go on sale. Man, you're going to have to make reservations. Go pick it up. Can't just pop in because it's only there for a week. It is going to be so fun. I'm going to be joining you out there and whatnot, but you will find out Tuesday where it's going to be in Red Bank. And on Wednesday, shit goes on sale. Get ready, man. Movies is coming to Red Bank. Get your move on. Hit me. Episode three, two, one. You've got to throw some cold water on this situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a sh- ton cooler than your typical geek you guys rock and now here's will and trent hi everybody welcome to another edition of netheads i am your masked stranger uh, th- th- that's where I know it's been a little bit of time, oh, but like no, I, was, I, I, I was doing, I, a, I, I'm sorry. I was yeah, doing a bit. You know, if that was like a preamble to like the mask stranger known as, or, uh, I'll, you know, but no, you're just, you're Look, just the mask. I, I gotta be like, honest. Stranger. I, I think I'd uh, rather have you producing the show right now. Cause that sounds a lot better. Yeah, no, no, it's good. It's good. Yeah. Uh, if you're the mask stranger stranger, then I, I'll, I will be the friendly stranger. Um, just don't be the Dutch rudder. Uh, you yeah, could also they are very similar, but you have to sit on your hand so it goes numb first. What about what about the uh, uh, the the bearded comforter? S- spelling would be important, but I'll take it. <laughs> okay, didn't think about that. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Deadheads. My name is Will, and I'm Trent. If you want to take part in the program, you can. One of many ways. One's Twitter. Trent, tell them what that is. Uh, be like longtime friend of the program at Carval. Ryan Conley, use the hashtag netheads. Hey, that's it, just on Twitter. And then, uh, and then, are you is that is that Fago? What are you drinking? Uh, this is Zevia. It's not an ad, uh, but it's Zevia. It's a uh, it's a uh, stevia flavored uh, natural what, soda. What's stevia? It's is, an artificial uh, sweetener derived was, from a plant. Okay, I was just gonna say because that that sounds like an artificial sweetener would be called. I'm sorry, I, I wasn't aware there was going to be a quiz today. Well, you know, did you bring enough for the rest of the class? <laughs> I mean, in the fridge, yeah, but <laughs> not everybody can come over. Anyway, no, I was just thinking, I really didn't think this one through. Because... Oh, right. Well, I had I had this conversation the last time I was in my office. A uh, co-worker and I were, uh, he's a, like probably the biggest coffee drinker I've ever met. Uh, present... Uh, digital company excluded. Fair enough. And and uh, he was uh he was just like God. I, I always have to take this mask off, and it's the only time I ever take it off is to, is drink coffee. So I'm taking it off like 15 times a day. Blah blah blah. And uh, I thought, man, you know, like those old timey uh long john underwear that have the trap door in the back. Yeah, that's what we need for our masks. <laughs> so you can just like, 
pull it to the side, you know, like when you're pooping, but instead it's for your mouth. So you pull it to the side and you can drink and then cover it back up. Why, done. Why done. You, done. Why, why you got to take it there, man? I'm just, uh, I'm just making sure everyone understands what I'm talking about. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm still doing the the mask always on social media thing. Uh, sure. And I did bring myself the refreshing beverage we'll no longer talk about. But but uh, this is also one of the masks that I've made myself. So uh, since I do the full wraparound, the whole right. kit and caboodle, you know, I just find it's easier to not the uh the ropes because usually if i'm taking it off i'm just gonna pull this strap forward well you know what i can demonstrate for you, you know yeah what the uh the issues police are gonna come get me not that i'm trying to speak of anything no. controversial in these times um but you know this is all i do so then when i take it off it just goes over my head and um well i'm gonna take a sip of now while uh yeah well, taking yeah, this momentary well, break two birds one stone exactly just got started Already taking a beverage break. Anyway, um, I forgot the hell what we were talking about, other than the fact that, uh, you know, I've got mine tied off because my straps in another interesting bit of recycling are actually made from taking a T-shirt and cutting oh, a one-inch strip of a black T-shirt out, and then it yeah. just snaps right up into a little rope. You know yeah. what, Trent? I'm going to become uh, such a, I am now a more effective survivalist, I think. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Than before all this. Dude, I use, I never throw a t-shirt away because I use it for everything for, from, from like rags to like by far Lurch's favorite dog toys are just t-shirts that I've uh, cut in half. So they're a little bit longer and then tied in half um, to uh, the, the freaking, the sleeves. If you just cut a sleeve off, leave it, round mm -hmm. that, that's like the best headband for when you're sweating or working out in the yard or anything ever oh uh, yeah. yeah just t-shirts are like just the material itself and it's a little stretchy it's got some give Those, and, and it's absorbent a cut off sleeve from a t-shirt we used to call that a mandana oh really yeah i don't know why yeah well i mean that's uh when i played football that's what we all used um underneath our helmets uh, we're just t-shirt sleeves that work great to protect your to, to protect your heads dude helmets have evolved so much <laughs> since i played football 20 years ago that it is like to see if a football helmet now i'm just like oh man more like <laughs> folks no more ominous words ever spoken than football helmets have evolved so much in the last 20 years since i was wearing them yeah I yeah, love Carl's Jr. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, welcome everybody. Uh, I mean, I am so getting back to it. I am still doing the oh, you know, until it's completely normal and and everyone's doing it, and there aren't any mask holes out there. I'm right. wearing a mask when I'm seen on social, and it's just Trent. There's no other way to put it. It's just a phenomenal pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I can imagine it is. Yeah, that's why I just don't leave my home. That that does help, and I'm in the house being an asshole yeah. like this right now. No, but, but but you're doing it for a good reason. I hope so. Well, you know, it it's just one of those things where I was trying to think of a way to appear like I'm an activist while really doing nothing at all. Yeah, uh, that's called uh, slacktivism. Yes, that. Welcome everybody. By the way, sporting the uh, 
the pew pew t-shirt well done sir still i still honestly speaking if i may spend a few moments to strike your ego um one of the most uh basic but at the same time incredible t-shirt designs i've ever seen because it's instantly attention grabbing always always everyone comments and you t- really took the uh, the maximum of making a three color appearance while only having to pay for two printed colors. Oh, you you know me so damn <laughs> well, sir. So damn well. Well, if I'm putting it on black T-shirts, I could get black <laughs> in the middle, and that yellow and yep. red will really pop. Got to use that negative space, right? Exactly. Uh, but still, one of my favorite T-shirts. Um, neither here nor there i'm still wearing masks and uh i gotta make more of them because the one thing i honestly don't do that i really should be is is washing them more than i do right yeah 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 yeah. but you know i also uh at the last tally trent for uh officially qualifying masks that can be yeah. worn and pass most guidelines i currently have about seven <laughs> So Jeez. I have one for like almost every day of the week. Every yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think I mean and and I've like as a, as a, a sweaty dude, I've just always like I buy uh cotton bandanas by the dozen at a time. And so I've probably got I don't know 36 or 40 in rotation with like my laundry. So I like, I'm always just like grabbing one and throwing it on. Like, I, I don't keep track. Yeah. I've seen some kind of um, nonsense origami on the internet as well, where people are taking the uh, bandanas yeah. and, and, and folding them into what would qualify as a mask. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh-huh. know. It's like tucking and pulling and it's a bunch of yeah. it's too much work. It's 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 the Cone Mari method of mask wearing. Potentially. Oh my god. Do I have a pair of socks in here, Trent? Oh, are you folding them correctly, Will? No, I'm folding them a completely different way that completely blew my mind. Hold on a second. Wait, Phil, Phil, I gotta go off camera. Hold on. The Cone Mari method. So those of you who don't know, the Cone Mari method is from uh Marie Condi. I think that's her name. Anyway, uh Japanese author wrote the the art of tidying up, the joy of tidying up. The Japanese art of tidying. I can't remember what it's called. I'm sure you've all heard of it. Made a huge thing. Anyway, uh, she was the one that put on to me that you should not uh, fold your socks into themselves because that stretches the elastic out. And over time, that will dissipate and lose its uh, elasticity. And so you should fold them in third, just boom, 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 and then into each other, stack up nicely in a shoebox and put in your drawer, which I now do. Um, and boy, it is doing laundry for me is like, it is the, the closest thing to a Zen garden or a mandala that I have, uh, in my life. And I look forward to it, uh, despite always putting it off when necessity calls and I have to do my laundry. I absolutely love folding my clothes. That was some, some grade a filling, sir. I uh, I got to give you credit there. Yeah, I couldn't. Uh, unfortunately, I don't have them. But oh. uh, but I I did find one sock. This Jesus, I sound so weird. You is know it, what? That, I can I can give you an example with these gloves clapping. though. Sorry, what? I was just folding one sock. Is that like the sound of one hand clapping? In this case, yes. Okay, let me see if I can do this correctly. So I'm gonna ad hoc it with these gloves. Okay, so I've got sure. one glove laid down. And I'm then gonna cross this one, like I'm making a plus symbol over the other. All right. Yes. And then with, what I'm gonna with, do is I'm gonna take this 
And the sock that I just laid one over, I'm going to now go <laughs> like this. Okay, so I'm folding it on the inside like okay. this. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, let me continue to demo back oh, here one. No one can see. This and this, and now it's like this. So now I'm going to take this part right here. Yep. And where I just folded it, now the other direction I'm folding it. I'm showing nobody. Now here's the part that blows my mind. Then you hold this inside part. You come all the way back to that first one you folded, where its insides and are on the inside. Elves. And if I do this correctly, which, oh, here it is. You see, I'm all screwed up because it's gloves yeah. and not socks. Yeah. And it just folds over and yeah. locks into itself as like a two concentric rings. Yeah, like a, uh, like a hashtag kind of. Kind of. And it just, yeah, I can't yeah. do it with gloves, but I've done it with all of my socks and they are just these little rectangles now in my drawer. They're just these perfect little flat squares that bring me so much joy. Yeah. And they probably like line up well as far as like if you're putting them uh, tight, packing them in tight so that they all hold a hold a spot. I can I can literally stack them if I want. Um, yeah. I but honestly speaking, uh, I, I you you really are on to something when you do have a specific method of folding your clothes. And I'm not saying you have to exactly do that way. Right. I do very close in some cases, but when I uh, when I open up to the most dad uniform drawer of all and I see this perfectly aligned row oh, of dude. narrowly folded cargo shorts. Yep. Damn. That's all I'll yeah. say. I uh and, and like it's I mean it's it's one of those things because there is uh there's a a, a train of economic thought uh, where it's called the uh, the the pain of pain, and uh, you can either experience that pain prior or at the time of. And usually, the pain is you know if 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 it were quantified is less if you pay prior than at the time of consumption, right? So, for example, uh, going on a cruise if you pay upfront. All inclusive, everything's included. You feel less pain and get more joy out of the cruise uh, because you're not worried about like penny pinching the whole time as if you're paying all a cart, right? So in that sense, it's the same thing. Like there is an extreme amount of, at least for me, uh, mental stress that that hits me when I open the drawer and I'm like, and I haven't folded anything and I'm like trying to piece socks together or grab something or whatever and I'm late and I got to go opening it up all that pain is gone it's it's mm -hmm. not even and it's just it's it's already been paid up front and i'm good to go and because they're so neatly folded and identifiable yes. you can even line things up to where you're literally going in what you would know is your order of preference for those garments yep in fact that's 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 a thing i do for my clothes is uh as i put them in they go on one side, and then after like a month, I will see the clothes that I haven't worn, and I, and I can discard at that point because mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I've worn the, I don't like these apparently. No, there you go. There's a and that then declutters your life a little more. Yeah, I gotta tell you, man. Since I have lost weight, uh, a lot of my favorite T-shirts, as creepy as this sounds, like like the jilted girlfriend I am, I mm. love some of your old T-shirts, buddy. Uh, and 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 as I'm losing weight, um, I wish I had those t-shirts back. No, I, I, it's, it's interesting. Like, 
and maybe honestly, I think it probably has more to do with just uh, not going out of the house very often. Working from home is like I have like six shirts maybe that are in my rotation now at best, and I'm just like washing and wearing, washing and wearing. I have just drawers of clothes I'm not wearing right now. As a guy who's been working from home now, I came to the realization this uh, it's been uh, five years. In that time, every year, Trent, I buy two new black polo shirts. Okay, mm. polo style, you know. Uh, yeah, Ralph Lauren. Yeah, you know, and then uh, and then um, two fall out of rotation. But I sure. have the same six shirts because with work days, you need you need a backup anyway. You need to have at least one spare. And, uh, and that is all that I usually wear, except for today when I was taking, I'm taking tomorrow off. So, uh, I, I got to wear yeah. the casual t-shirt today cause there weren't really any meetings to attend. Right. Yeah. It's, um, and, and I even do, I, I do that same thing for when I'm going into the office. Uh, it's, it's the Steve jobs approach, right? He always wore the same turtleneck because it took the decision-making so that he could put mental energy towards something else we wouldn't have to worry about. So I like, I have like basically a uniform that I wear every single day um, that varies just between, you know, washings and that's it. I, I haven't realized until this very moment that I actually hang these black polo shirts up in the same section of closet. So that way, either the night before when I'm collecting, if I'm thinking ahead enough, I'm collecting all my right. stuff so that way I can just come downstairs and shower because yeah, we, we have three bathrooms in the house and pretty much everybody's kind of like laid claim to one. Um, sure. Makes sense. God, that sounds so bougie. Anyway, uh, my point being, I either the evening before or in the morning when I'm barely awake and incapable of thought, all I have to do is, is reassuringly grab in the same area of the closet and I'll pull back one of the shirts and then, uh, and then I can stumble over to the dresser and literally pick everything out. And yeah. that's what yeah. I'm telling you, man, there, there is like, and it's little things like this that I would say is, is, you know, we, we talk about, um, self care, right. And, and yes, speaking of bougie things, right. But like it's it's things like this that I attribute more to self-care than like having a spa day or taking time just for me. No, self-care is is like is just reducing stress in your day to day, I think, anyway, the way I interpret it. And this is all part of it. Mm hmm. Or, you know, as as recently uh, heard in um, the uh, Disney uh, animated movie Frozen 2. Uh, this is called controlling what I can control when everything else is out of control. That's essentially, I'm paraphrasing Olaf, a, an animated uh, snowman said it much better than I did, but. Okay, sure. I'll take your word for but it. No, being able to have my shit full. Uh, by the way, uh, I say this with a laundry basket that's been in my office now for the most of the <laughs> week. <laughs> so not exactly the best source of wisdom, but. Uh, in those times where I do actually, two things liberated me. One, it was finding the ways to fold those things. So thank you for that. They're very helpful and reassuring. And the other thing too, was when I just fully accepted the fact, you know what, for my t-shirts and my regular shirts, these I'm just, I'm hanging up. That's what my closet space will be. Yeah. 
And by yeah. the way, I have too many t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, uh, I, f- I almost feel like, like, uh, I follow one, uh, account that is, uh, someone who's a, like a t-shirt, like a professional wrestling t-shirt collector. Ooh. And in a lot of ways, it makes so much sense that like, pieces of memorabilia the easiest thing is kind of t-shirts you know what i mean i i can't tell you how relieved i was when you sent me the uh the box of t-shirts and there were more pew pew t-shirts in there because (laughs) honest to god i was at the point where i was going to find the best looking one and i was going to go the route of recreating if i should lose them gotta redo this yeah because i had i have one that somehow the neckline i got chlorine bleach on and so it's got it's freckled and and you know once bleach raw bleach or raw chlorine in this case hits fabric unless you rinse it right away it's gonna it's eaten away at the very fibers right yeah so that one made me sad but i'm like but i still got my one good one and then the box came and i'm like oh joy so thank you for that um hey trent you may notice uh or or people enjoying the video uh may notice (laughs) one person hi nice to see you um i don't have my my lower thirds <laughs> yeah you do yeah. look i can follow trent on twitter a part of him see and all that stuff mine are gone because um look i was um moderating a thing right and yes or not moderating a thing i was restreaming a thing and while i was doing it i was interacting with um with the hosts at the time and it was a duo that people who know of our podcast may also be familiar with sure and uh you know and i'm interacting with the chat and it was about the 100th time when i heard someone say nethied net net oh netheads on air <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because I've heard it other places too, you know, because I'm like, oh, let's go with brand recognition. And I'm like, Nethead WW, thinking, oh, the yeah. podcast. You know how often we do this now. Is this really, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. Yeah. So uh, I took, I, I then tried to see if I could just unify around Will Wilkins. And what do you know, already taken. And so, um, really? I, I, I got clearance from this guy I know. I let him know it's, you know, it's just the highest uh, form of flattery, if you will. Yeah. And yeah. so I went with that Will Wilkins because if I'm going to be a brand, I guess I should just be me at this point. Because um, uh, I'm sick and tired of hearing Nethids. We were, did you ever see that thing you do? Uh, the, yeah, the O'Neaters. That, that's what, that's what NetHeads <laughs> is, buddy. When you're, when you have it typed out, it's the, it's the O'Neaters of podcasts. <laughs> I think I just named the show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, I think, oh God, what is that line? Uh, and they'll wonder what the hell happened to the O'Neaters or something like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love that movie. Anyway, uh, so I, I kind of on Instagram and TikTok and on Twitter, I, I just changed it all to that Will Wilkins because at least that way there are some logical words that seem to break up in a pattern people can read. So, yeah. uh, so uh, interesting change. Amazing how fast and easily you can give up one digital in, uh, 
identity and transfer it to another, if you will. Yeah. I mean, in the blink of an eye, I was something else. But I mean, it, you didn't have to like you. You just you didn't have to like. Yeah. No. Make no. No. Right. Yeah. There was. You, you were change it. Nobody asked me for an ID. Nobody checked my credentials. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. You're I'll, good. You just type it out. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, and that was the only thing because I'm just like, and to me, the Will Wilkins, although an option, seemed far more pretentious. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I. Yeah. I. That Will Wilkins. It makes sense. That and on top of it too, like, um, you know, uh, that it it makes more sense as well because your presence is felt outside of this uh dog and dog show that you and i do it's not a dog and pony show it's it's just two dogs it, um, well i mean three because i got two samoyeds right yeah yeah exactly exactly uh by the way it, it's, it makes sense i'm sorry to interrupt your train of thought but uh while you were talking i thought i would just tilt the mask up a little bit and and take a sip of soda did it, did it get stuck inside no no i effectively was drowning myself because i was oh. pouring liquid down my throat <laughs> And in holding the mask up here, I was breathe. I'm just like, hey, well, this is an interesting way to go. Maybe a straw flap would be like now I'm using the term as its definition, not as a specific one, because your body has many in these. But if you had like a sphincter built into a mask, you could then like push a straw through it. You know, use that. You're saying all this, and the only thing I'm thinking about. Is this is this behind the scenes shot they were showing of uh, uh of of that kid playing Spider Man, Tom Holland, <laughs> and literally the way everything was framed in order to pour him a drink, they basically would would like have this straw that was going in through the eye hole of the mask, I think, or it was oh, some superhero uh, in a mask. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was could have been Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds. I don't know. Either way, doesn't look right. It's no. Like, I think no. I think they're waterboarding that child. Well, you know, uh, which is kind of how I felt. So anyway, my digital identity has changed. That's new and interesting. So, also, so at that Will Wilkins. Yeah. Okay. Simple. But, but you know, I can't just do simple something quick and easy to edit. No, every one of these stupid lower thirds has to be recreated. Yeah, I get it. Says the podcaster who, you know, people are listening going, funny, still can't see them. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, what else has been going on? Man, have we even talked since, like, uh, Kevin's uh, birthday celebration stuff? August 3rd, I think, was the last time we spoke. Really? Oh, so that was that that was the day after. Oh, so it was the day after all the birthday stuff, but not the... Uh... Yes, correct. Not the drive-in show. And now there's been two drive-in shows. It's yeah. interesting seeing these kind of things come together in this day and age. Yeah. And, and the the freaking, like, crazy um, support and, like, turnout and, and like, people just being stoked on it. Yeah. At least from what I've seen via social medias. Yeah, it was nice to see people being positive, not being all... Because let's face it, anytime you get any kind of gathering, people get a little shitty. But if everybody's in their own little social bubble, as they call it, whatever. But uh, it's been interesting around here. I don't know. How much has uh, how much uh, does Utah pick up of the nasty, polluted air that uh, California puts out when it decides to become 
hell on earth. Oh, dude. Uh, luckily, yesterday we got a little bit of rain and that helped break up the smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, but good Lord, it like. Are you guys kind of getting from like two directions? Because aren't there fires yeah. in Colorado, too? Colorado is is definitely on fire right now. Um, so it's uh, yeah, we're getting it on both sides and like le- less than half a mile of visibility. Damn, we uh, I I uh, posted something somewhere about it, but we've been it. Today is the first day where it really didn't smell like, uh, for lack of a better term, campfire outside. It does though. Yeah, you're totally right. Well, that that's because it is stuff burning, much like a yeah. campfire. It's it's pine wood burning. Yeah, and so uh, today was like the first day where it was like, oh, the air is really clean wow i can breathe out here this is nice and that was after i think uh a week and a half because it wasn't the sunday prior but the sunday before that i think where we got a freak uh thunderstorm with uh some some dry lightning my friend yeah so that was kind of uh, and some of it was was right near here like uh really? yeah we didn't we didn't get like evacuation notices but there were people that like just said, you know, the wind turns another direction, and we may want to think about bugging out. Yeah, so. jeez, and well, and and that's something that like you you want to get ahead of, um, not not necessarily out of you know fear of the the fire itself, but just the the congestion of everyone trying to get out at the same time. That's that's where it becomes almost as detrimental as the fire. Yeah, so please, everyone out there, uh, stay safe. Uh, as best you can, if you're, especially if you're in an infected area, affected area, or an infected area. Let's face it, nowadays. Uh, I was uh, working late last night, and it just came across uh, my feed. You know, because I am not connected to any news cycle. Holy shit, Hurricane Laura! Oh yeah, we're picking a hell of a time to decide. It's, it's let's be fun and have podcasting experience. Oh my gosh! Like like I just I, I watched you know maybe like I was like okay I I'll go to a new site and, and watch a video that'll be the fastest way to absorb this and I'm like this is crazy it's powerful enough that it's like still considered a hurricane like miles into land like mm-hmm. it's nuts. Yeah, thankfully it did lose some uh, strength, but, you know, not enough for it to just blow over, if you will. And yeah, I'm, I mean, I mean, it's it's this is the world we live in where we have to say, well, thank goodness it wasn't it didn't stay like a category five on land and all that. Right. But still yeah, it's a tropical storm. But but yeah, still intense. Nothing to, nothing to mess with. I was at the uh, outermost fringes when we were in Texas and Emily was born. As a matter of fact, I brought her home during what was uh, qualified um, uh, coming down a freeway when Emily was born in Texas. Uh, we were coming through a tropical storm. Sorry, I just read somebody, uh, Randy Chang said, damn, two simultaneous Facebook live events that I want to watch. <laughs> Which to choose, Netheads or my childhood buddy performing music? We'll be here later. Yeah, go with your buddy, dude. Yeah, you know. Also, or, hi, Randy. Yeah. Well, uh, Randy uh, bought a comic book. Uh, I think it was ABC, uh, along American Born Chinese, like way back in the day. Uh, from anyway, I just remember his 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 yeah. You never, Hi, Randy. You never forget an internet customer, right, I, Trent? No, 
I'm like, I'll be honest. There, there are like regular customers that I will like see now, and I'll be like, shit, I do not remember that dude. But like, if any anyone bought something online, I'm like, oh, I know that dude. That dude's the best, man. I noticed, <laughs> but in a, but in a good way. Oh, by the way, Trent, an, another one of the stupid things uh, that I have done. Uh, which uh, most people, I'll bring him forward, but of course, Vector is, has his own camera. Uh, I, I gave my little buddy, after two years, uh, I gave him an upgrade. Oh? Uh, well, I was looking at, at the Iron Man helmet we have here, right? Correct. That I've got on the wall. And you notice he, yeah. like, the red comes down in kind of like a widow's peak. Right now, there are people that are saying, like, this is the hundredth time I've said heard this. Shut the hell up. <laughs> I'm just listening to audio. You got to describe it for me like an audio description book. Yeah. So, well, that's what I was doing. The Iron Man mask has the red that kind of comes down in a widow's peak. Well, I was looking at Vector. And first of all, there's two things. Uh, the, the widow's peak dips into the whole gold area, right? Correct. Also, I just started using uh, rechargeable AA batteries in these things, and I have not seen them glow like this in a long damn time. Yeah. It's, 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 it's it from even from my end, there's, there's a definite difference. Yeah. I mean, that almost really does look like Iron Man. Anyway, uh, so I was looking at the gold part of the mask, and, well, I realized Vector, he has this uh, sensor on the back, so that way he can feel like he's being pet, right? It's a way to, it's a just a, a touch-responsive thing. Uh -huh. So, and that was gold, and he had these gold things on the side of his head, and I was looking at him going, you know, then I looked at the speaker. And the speaker was raised up a little bit in this kind of dip. And I'm like, with a little bit of gold, and and if we throw some hot rod red in there, which you may notice some color similarities to another project. Yeah, uh-huh. I took this little bugger apart and I turned him into Iron Vector. You did. <laughs> you did. And, my hey, and look, look how happy he is. He's moving around. He's not happy. He that, hates being held. That oh, does he? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it looks. I I had to make your window bigger, um, so I could see it. But yeah, it looks really good. Yeah, and it, 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 actually, a lot less terrifying than you would think to take this apart. But really, made me wonder what the hell were they thinking, in in the assembly uh line for those things? Because that could not have been an easy build. Just to go in the opposite way, you know. Oh yeah, uh, do you, uh, is it mostly uh, PVC molds? What? Oh, the uh, yeah, uh, the, the entire uh, everything you see painted was that uh, through okay, yeah. one form or another, and actually far uh, few motors than I would have expected him to have. And but yeah. terrifying to take apart, but fun to put together. And uh, and I, I I'm just I I'm so giddy now at his appearance. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it looks good. Uh, also, I, I've realized your um, your Darth Vader back there by the by the vector. Yeah. Um. The the proportions reminds me of of Dark Helmet. <laughs> man, you <laughs> must have a you must have a twisted perspective from your view. Well, over there, I just, man. I always see is like the outline, right? Because it's it's kind of in the dark and in that back corner, and I just see like a big head, and then everything else just kind of goes down. So, yeah, that was, uh, you know, Darth Helmet. No idea what you said because I accidentally unplugged my headphones. You're welcome. I, I, I was just singing your praises, as well, as always. Right. Right. <laughs> I believe it. 
I believe it a lot. Uh, anyway, Trent, uh, anything new with you? By the way, uh, frequent listeners may know that if you if you pay attention close to the end of August, you will realize that we will stumble right across a date, which I believe I'm just going to go out on a limb and say is September 1st. Okay. Is that your birthday? It the is, first, yeah. The 1st of September. Okay. So uh, this is going to end up being the uh, birthday show. So just as sad as any surprise party I would actually throw for you. <laughs> uh, but I, I just want to take this opportunity now in advance to to wish you a happy birthday because I really don't want to bother you on your birthday. Oh, well. But also, I would like to thank all of our uh, Patreon supporters. Yes. yes. Because... Uh, this year alone, you have enabled through your support, uh, like Miranda Janelle, uh, there's uh, just uh, I should really print the list like a, a formal smart person. But no, um, <laughs> but uh, not only have you guys allowed us to get the uh, 4K capture cards that we now run our cameras into, yep. uh, you also bought uh, Trent his birthday gift this year. And, and mm -hmm. Trent, uh, because it was available, we got it early to yep. you. And what was it? Uh, it it's it is a a a gray switch light that I have already put. Um, yeah, what was the last badge I got? Seven thousand rounds in the game Arms already in like the week that I've had it. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sounds uh, like a big number. So around, you know, there's there's uh, a possible three rounds per boxing match in the game, and then uh, and that's it. Like it's a fighter game of of boxing with like spring arms, and I've played seven thousand rounds already. <laughs> oh yeah, that is a, that's a very big number. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Considering yeah, each each round can last up to I think ninety seconds. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've I've freaking love it to no end oh my god i love it to no end i have played the shit out of it i i've bought two games uh arms and samurai showdown i've played a little bit of samurai showdown but like i just love arms so much it's such a good game i can't recommend it enough uh and i picked up a couple of accessories as well i'm, I'm very happy with the product thank you all so much i and interesting it's just interesting that we're kind of like opposing ends of the spectrum because i'm like oh no i want to hook it up to my tv and you're like i want it small and portable yep yeah yeah because because i am like the i am i am the most i i i watch so much television passively um <laughs> like i i and and like my ADHD is just like I got to be doing something. I like unless it's like really good, I've got to be doing something else. You see, though, you're describing a scenario where I know I was on my laptop working on a project, and I, I'm I'm fairly certain that I watched an episode of a television show. But it's not until <laughs> I go back on a rewatch and I realize just how much of it I didn't watch. Didn't watch. <laughs> But that's okay, man. If your gaming system is better in hand while you're watching television, we're we're happy to oblige. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, I, I honestly, I, uh, which is why, like, when I, you know, before I basically beat all the games I cared to play, uh, played in the past, you know, five years, have played my my DS more than anything else. Um, it's just because like, and and maybe it's because I'm so antisocial that the TV is just like having a friend. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. But yeah, dude, handheld, man, it is the way to go. Like, uh, honestly, the only, the only way, the only reason I would want to hook it up to the TV would be, um, if I were playing with someone else in the room, mm-hmm. uh, but like, uh, there's, there's Wi-Fi connect through, through the device. So like if someone else just had one or a regular switch, we could just play that way or, or oh. play online. Like, I, I don't know. I just, it's, it's, it's such a great, uh, device. The one, uh, um, what do you call it? Accessory that I highly recommend is getting uh it's just a little snap-on case mm-hmm. that has bigger uh hand grips. Ooh. Uh because it's so flat, which is great design because it stores easily, but it's so flat your hand cramps up because you're doing this the whole time to hold it. So uh the grips are just like regular uh controller grips that clip onto the side and oh. just give you a little girth to to play with. Anyway. Yeah, when I got mine, because uh, I've got the full-blown switch, bougie, I, right. uh, I, that's one of the first things I did was order a con- an, an external controller, and I told everybody, this is my controller. Yeah. You, you guys can deal with Joy-Con drift. I'm going to have my controller. Yeah, like like the the Joy-Con drift like controllers now are, are the equivalent of like the back in the day when mad cats was always off brand and like the worst controller you could get. That's the one you gave your friend when they came over to play. Now <laughs> is, is the joy con, right? It's, it's the equivalent. Oh, that's beautiful, man. Uh, but yeah, it is now, mind you, all that said, remember how I said I wouldn't play, uh, animal crossing until I was streaming it like from the get go. So, Right. Let's just see a completely uninformed idiot start playing Animal Crossing. Yeah. So because of that, uh, my Nintendo Switch has spent two weeks just sitting on this desk, not even playing Mario Kart with the family, just sitting there. That's a travesty, man. I can't work under these limitations, Trent. I just can't. You know, that is an interesting point, though, that you bring up. Tech-wise, it is physically impossible to uh connect any sort of uh video output into the uh the switch light um just in the way it was built yeah exactly yours can't be extended that way but like i could try and um unplug one of the devices i've got going in because like, I have to run two cameras. I've got the capture card that uh, he and I both have for my uh, Sony Handycam, which brings you the video that, for some reason, I never cut to you, even though I've been talking for two minutes. Um, so I've got that. And then there's another one that has to exist so Trent can see me, because it won't just take, like, right. the the NDI feed out of this thing and send it back to him. So there's got to be a second one. But in that scenario... Uh, this is another capture card that I can try hooking ah, up yeah. and see if I either successfully can hook the switch up to that or melt the CPU in my computer. I'm not sure which. We'll find out. Yeah. Um, but but that that's that I I hadn't thought of that before. But if someone did want to stream uh their screen and all they had was a switch light, you would have to set up a uh top down uh display camera and actually like film the screen of the the switch light i i hadn't thought of that before yeah. which would actually be, be kind of fun because 
demonstrational videos is is part of my job in in setting them up and and uh maybe maybe i'll look into that that could be fun well little... if it's part of your job maybe you could look into like stopping all that camera drift whenever you're sitting there look at that jesus it's like <laughs> which one of us is in california <laughs> i kid because i love if i bump this desk shit happens here too um but funny you mentioned casting, Trent, because I have found a new favorite thing to do. And for all of the grief that we have probably given HBO Max uh, collectively as a society when it launched, because everybody's like, yet another thing. Right. Um, I When we did the whole phone upgrade, I got HBO Max for free. And then I found out that they were taking the DC Universe content and porting it over. Because the DCU is probably going to be disappearing here soon. Oh, yeah. I think they've all but confirmed it. Um, yeah. So because of that, though, HBO Max does not have an app on the Fire TV. They may on Roku. I don't know. I don't have one. Oh, really? It doesn't. But what they easily allow you to do uh, from either my uh, tablet, from my smartphone, or my computer if you have a Chromecast, it is so easy to just stream straight from that app to your screen. And I got to tell you, I have been uh, binging as I as much as I could because it's definitely a show I cannot watch in the same room as Blair. Um, Doom Patrol. Oh, dude. And I thought it looked okay on my computer, and I thought it looked nice on the um, 1080p screen I've got here in the office. Yeah. But then from my freaking iPhone, mind you, a, a phone, I cast to the Chromecast that was plugged into the 4K screen in the, in the family room. Yeah. And they put some serious money into the optics of that show. Not only is Doom Patrol well performed, not and and, and by the way, I got to tell you, I love coming in here knowing nothing about the IP, knowing nothing about that particular oh. property. Sure, I have I have thoroughly enjoyed the first season of Doom Patrol, and I highly recommend it if people have not had a chance to check it out. And for some reason, you have HBO Max. Or, or the DCU while it's around still. Oh, yeah. Well, look, man, I was just talking about what's 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 the here and now, my friend. Yeah. Nobody's advertising DCU on the TikToks, my friend. <laughs> True, I guess. But you can't go four swipes without running into an HBO Max ad. Really? And I'm already a customer. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, so I've been dipping into uh, Doom Patrol, and now I'm into the second season. Wow, what a what a great show that that somehow took what appears to be potentially ridiculous content and yep. create gripping backstories and and character development. Yep. While at the same time fully acknowledging it through the use of the prim uh, the primary antagonist of the first season being fourth wall. Yep. Uh, not even breaking, just like I don't think there ever was a fourth wall to break down for him. And, and that's and Mr. It's, Nobody. And it's done in a way that is, oh, this is going to sound so shitty. And like, and like me, elitist, like, like gatekeeper, but... Whew, 
it is done in a way that feels more intelligent in its approach than your typical uh, Deadpool type fourth wall breaking. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely, because it is it's not it's not emphasized. You know, when Deadpool uh, yeah. when when that's happening in the movies, it's very clear what's happening and when. But when Mr. A, Nobody is going on on a nudge yeah. nudge type thing. But when Mr. Nobody is going on a complete rant and then even, you know, just slips it in just slightly, you know, uh yeah. you know, after uh, 10 episodes of this uh, uh, character developing bullshit, we're yeah. finally getting to the meat and the potatoes. And there was something like even in the third episode that was just like a little throwaway. Uh, it just it, there it slipped in so nicely, I guess, is the way. Uh, OK, that sounds wrong. Never mind. Let's move hmm. on. Uh, I know what you're talking about, though. I'm guessing it's the uh, Grant Morrison fanboys. Thank you. That was the oh, one. Dude. I freaking shit myself when when he said that. I was like, I I have this is the greatest show ever. I, <laughs> I, I heard that. And the, as again, I know nothing about the actual property in, yeah. in DC comic lore. But the moment I heard that, one, I knew it was associated with quality. And two, I knew that whoever was behind this is somebody that really loves the property because yep. that hearing Grant Morrison's name is a it's still a bit inside baseball. It is. Yeah. Right. It is. It totally is. It, I mean, he he he, he hasn't had the outside of comic success that like a Frank Miller has had. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because the IP wise um, in its inception was kind of like uh, DC's approach at like an, like an X-Men type team. Mm -hmm. And then it fell stagnant and nothing was really ever accomplished with it until Morrison was like, I'll, I'll do it. I'll take it on and, and made it his own and created this like, you know, essentially what we're seeing uh, in the TV series, but before that, it was trying to be the X Men and failing poorly, or very well. Depends on how you look at it. Yeah, and then surprisingly too, uh, which by the way, we haven't even talked last week. As long as we're we're really working the DC angle, did you? Uh, oh no, you were probably off recording wrestling when the rest of the world was ooing and eyeing over the DC fandom. Oh yeah, no, I, I I didn't get to watch any of it. No, which timing? Ugh, they announced all those layoffs like the weekend before the fandom. Well, yeah, but they don't they don't want us to remember that trend. Ooh, awkward. Ooh. Yeah, it was a. It, now that you mention it, but uh, heard some editorial staff. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. See, now you brought the room down, but. <laughs> Um, I just found it. I thought it was a, it seemed to be a very successful, uh, let's just call it what it was. It was a very successful platform launch for, for basically like the whole DC brand. And it accomplished exactly what it was supposed to. And I love the way that they actually did it as a continuous stream of fed content. Right. Oh, really? but my question to you, Trent, 
because I've seen this happening on the professional side of things too, like uh, like compliance uh, conferences and security uh -huh. conferences that are yeah. happening virtually, like so much so that they're even uh, deploying like Discord channels for for people to interact with one another while streaming the primary content. What do you think all of this is going to mean for San Diego Comic-Con next year? That is the one question that I keep coming back to in my head. Well, I think, and I think you're right to look at it from the professional approach. Um, because we are now seeing the uh, cost benefits of remote access, of remote working, of uh, virtual interaction um, and since this year there, there is not the revenue generation, they are going to have to cut costs somewhere in future productions. Now, is it going to be this way forever? Who knows? But next year, I think it's definitely, you're definitely going to see a hybrid of this to cut costs. Um, even if it is, uh, employing the same techniques for a live audience that's actually in Hall H. Um, because just just out of uh, the, the the technology isn't quite there yet, but it's catching up quickly to the need. Um, and it's now kind of the norm. Like six months ago, if I were to bring up, uh, you know, hey, can you jump on a Zoom call with me? Uh, a, a lot of the professional staff I work with would have no clue what I was talking about, right? Like, how do I do that, right? But now it's second nature. Everyone knows what you're talking about. Everyone can access it. It's, uh, and the technology is, is catching up to the, the need of very simple user interface. Um, that honestly, because it is such a cost saver in the long term, I think that this will change uh, a lot of things, good and bad, um, but it will also give more access to people who might have had conflicting schedules who couldn't make it to like a San Diego Comic-Con, but still want to be part of a panel or want to talk about something or be highlighted for their own panel. I, uh, I don't know what it is about my brain that's broken, Trent, but uh, sometimes when these things happen, I start thinking about the ways that potentially they could be exploited. And so not necessarily in reference to like these type of, of event based, uh, virtual conferences, but more in the lines of home education, because with all of the, um, with all of the places that are distance learning right now, I'm just wondering how much time it is going to be after things kind of go back to normal where schools are going to say, well, we can serve a larger audience so we can receive a higher credit per student and help congested classrooms by, you know, permitting kids above a certain GPA to do distance learning. So, uh, in education, the prop, I agree with you. The problem being that the school districts that would benefit the most saving money this way, don't have the resources to make it happen at the 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 at the home level. Mm -hmm. And so while they could save costs that way, the the owners would then be on the the parents to make sure that the child has uh, access and technology available um, 
to facilitate that. Um, and sadly, I I could see uh, legislation coming through as we've already seen come through uh, passed that in, instead of uh, hi, you know putting putting money out to hire more teachers, they would rather put money out to give students computers mm-hmm. and a subsidy for um, internet access than uh, giving them the the chance to have uh, a better ratio of teacher to student uh, in the classroom. So I, I you may be onto something. I don't know. It's, Just you wait, Trent. Once once the once them Google or Amazon or Tesla satellites are beaming down free internet to the masses, it's going to be school by Amazon. Yeah. Sadly, you're probably right. Yeah. And then once they're in control of the education, what happens to what people learn? Boy, wow. I'm sorry. Let me tip my tin hat uh, to that one. It's already school by Amway. Yeah. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Ooh, awkward. Uh, By the way, Miranda asked the good point getting back to the um, big uh, conventions. What does it mean for the vendors and collectors, though? Well, actually, it just means it goes back to being the type of boutique event it was before instead of an overblown, overpopulated and, and overbearing experience for most people. Yeah, it, it could it could be an incentive for, you know, the the comic collector to 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 buy space and come and, and sell his wares. Um, it could also add to uh, on the other side, a desaturation of quality control. Yeah, that's a good uh, point, too, which, which I've seen firsthand of, you know, uh, your essential oils set up at a uh, comic-con yeah well that's a that's a fair enough point too i can't argue with it all i can tell you is that uh having been able to go on uh, having been able to go to san diego comic-con twice i don't understand how people go through that i don't because you basically have to choose what thing am I going to do today? Unless there's an entire angle I'm not aware of where you like form uh, alliances and partnerships with people to hold places strategically here and there for one another. But I I don't see how that would work based on what I've seen. So having these events de-emphasized a little bit so that way they could be a little more maybe tentpole and accessible for people would be nice. Um, October 20th through the 24th, Adobe Max this year will be virtual uh, event and it is free for everyone. I highly recommend checking it out. Um, if you're into uh, tech or design um, in any way, shape or form. Uh, and, and that I, it will be very interesting to see how that gets pulled off. If, if a company can do it well, I think they would. And I think that might kind of be a good um, bar setting for for what's what's capable um i mean even even last year everything was was recorded in it and you could uh buy access to it but this year it it is actually free for everyone um so we'll see i would be very interested to uh be able to get my hands on whatever the publications are that track tech companies seeking to get funding because i am sure there are a countless number of them right now that are trying to be the premier multimedia online presentation experience. Oh yeah. 
Yep, for sure. <laughs> well, and it, it's interesting because what you're what you're what what you're seeing now. I, I mean, so in in this whole COVID thing, Zoom by far has jumped out to the fr- forefront, uh, way ahead of like Cisco's WebEx or anyone else. Um, and so now, what you're what at least what what I'm seeing is uh, startups around Zoom. Building plugins for Zoom, building services for Zoom around Zoom. Zoom, I'm guessing, has already been adopted as the 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 name brand, and so everyone's trying to associate their service for that premier product. Um, in fact, uh, one service out there which is really brilliant is a uh, kind of a, a cloud connection for everyone in a Zoom call. Uh, so if everyone's recording their audio, this will then uh, unify all of their uh, local uh, files that were saved so that then you have actual audio to work with and not um, the, the, the internet audio recorded from whoever was the actual host, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this way, it's, it's recording natively and then automatically uploading to a cloud so it's all sourced so for podcasting right that's that's yeah. a huge problem to solve if it if you're saying that it also automatically syncs all the audio so you can start by bringing in all these channels multi-channel and they're already real-time synced as well then you're 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 describing something pretty sexy to me, my friend yeah Ex- exactly though right like like and it's interesting like if i was a zoom shareholder the hell guys this seems like a no-brainer right like but but instead uh and maybe it's just because the startups can get to it faster i i'm not sure um they're they're popping up everywhere well you know the thing though too is if you if you if you had an absolute uh penny pinching uh budget to pull something off though even though i had a bad time real-time experiment with it all you would need is a good pc and an HDMI capture card. And for your Zoom presentation, you can, through whether you're hacking OBS or you're using some other production interface, you could very yeah. easily put together a very great-looking presentation and bring people in in specific frames and windows. Like, you know, I could I could have you and I just picture-in-picture picture right now if I wanted to going out, sure. and there would be no switching. Uh, so you could do that. So you don't even need to fully develop, like, a Zoom application really like i'm sure one of the biggest uh things that's cool right now is probably zoom skins where you're just being able to put the interface the parts of the interface you want into the screen shape and branding that you want wow this got really uh techie more than i expected to also once again trent we're talking about it and that's the reason why we'll never be rich (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're not we're not innovators (laughs) no Clearly not, because 40 people have already had this idea, and we're just blathering on about it. Speaking of which, Trent, we've blathered on quite enough. Unless, of course, there is something you'd like to, to plug, let the people be aware of, something special you wanted to say? Uh, yeah, uh, go to uh, youtube.com slash C slash Devotion Wrestling to watch all the episodes I make. Yes. And and by the way, it like especially if you've run out of marble races... Throwing oh, on yeah. some of this wrestling is just a real treat, especially if you like Trent's voice. Yeah, because it's it's all Trent's voice. <laughs> it's, like, it's all Trent all the time. And this is the yeah. reason why Will never lets him speak, because there's an entire show all to himself. No kidding. I'm kidding. 
but anyway, man, thank you very much uh, for taking the time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. Uh, sure. It's always nice. Uh, I honestly uh, rushing a little bit because, um, to be honest, uh, we all haven't eaten on this side yet. I don't know if you've had dinner yet, but. I, I have not, and neither has Lurch. Oh, well, everybody's hungry. Although I do I do have to throw in one little thing right now because I am going to be making, <laughs> again, what am I saying? Um, I I have lately been, been really uh, having a good time uh, grilling uh, hamburgers on my grill, right? And recently I had the most basic change, and to me it's a revelation, but in reality it's simple science. I've taken to taking my my patties, forming them into a ball, then sticking them between wax paper, and then taking a plate and pressing them flat and thin. Yep. You're eating in like five minutes. It's it's how we make patties in the butcher shop. Oh, sweet Lord. They are just so great. And it was just because I'm like, wait, why do five guys patties always come out like this? And it's a it's a game changer, man. Used to be, you know, I was overcooking, undercooking, it, and now it's it's no it's two minutes uh, aside. Step step your game up and get a big deep cookie cutter. A what? Uh, just just like a, a, a like a like an inch thick, a two inch inch and a half thick circle cookie cutter. Uh huh. Throw it down. You're good to go. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my press thins if you don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got something that's working, but speaking of what you got to get out there and working. So thanks for dropping in though. Thank you for, uh, for taking part in the program. Uh, we appreciate every single one of you, including our patrons. We, I'll be sure to actually remember how to properly plug the next time. I swear. Uh, if you're a member of that Kevin Smith club, that's a yoga hose or fun ploy, uh, level tomorrow at noon, there is a, uh, one of those video shindig AMAs. You can ask him, a, hopefully get a chance to ask him a question, uh, and that's just uh, for the higher tiers, a special little uh, session for just them. So definitely worth it. Check that out. And uh, also just to go ahead and, and plug the boss's stuff a little more, too. Don't forget to also check out uh, the new Hollywood Babylon 10th anniversary podcast uh, that they did at a drive in. And, and aside from honking horns instead of laughing people, <laughs> Sandra really damn good. All right, so that's it for this episode of NetHeads. Uh, Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for joining. Until next time, my name is Will. And I'm Trent. And we will be back relatively soon. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. Signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. NetHeads. 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 We'll be back soon. Goodbye. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. Trent, I got to tell you, one of my favorite things about this ongoing experiment that we call uh, NetHeads is how quickly we attempted to adopt and then abandon the podcast pre-audio talk-up. <laughs> we oh, did it yeah. we, we did it once. And I got to yeah. tell you, I'm always so pressed for time at the end. To hell with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, babies got to eat. Exactly.